This episode is brought to you in part by Healing the Source, offering distance Reiki healing sessions and group distance healing sessions, select Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. For more information and to book your appointment, visit HealingTheSource.online. That's HealingTheSource.online. You are listening to the Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, produced by the Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trans channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hi, Lumineers. Welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, and I am here today with Scott Hall, the psychic. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm very excited to have I've you here. I've not been called the psychic before, but I like it. <laughs> I would gladly give you the psychic title because you're you're claiming it. Yeah, I, I'm claiming it. It's almost like campy. I'm I'm claiming it in almost a campy way because people think psychic. Oh, one of those, and then I have to like talk them out of everything that I was going to have to talk them out of anyway. <laughs> when I said I was intuitive, and they're like, "What is intuitive?" I'm like, "You know, like psychic." <laughs> so we're there already. So I just started there, so I didn't have to backtrack at all. <laughs> oh my god, Lumineers! If you're getting the giggles already, you have to head to Scott Hall's Instagram account. It's at Ash. A-S-H, Scott Hall Psychic. Good. You you're going to giggle your butts off. <laughs> you are so creative, and you're making product, artwork. You're even doing a short little animated video. Yes, yeah. that'll be out shortly. It'll show how, to me, vi how uh, it's a visual representation of how um, being empathic um, feels or looks and how information coming from someone else, someone else's feelings coming off of their body goes into your body, like so that it's mechanical. To me, it's very mechanical. So I see it as, as mechanical. And you show it that way. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful visual. And it's what I want to talk about today with you, which is why we begged sure. you to come in. Begged me. We oh, did. So I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about the energy of empathic men. Yes. And last time I checked, you're a man. Yes. I checked too this morning. No, go ahead. <laughs> wow. And, and you're now hosting groups of men and you call it the new men group right and you have it here at the center for love and light right and the new the new group uh, new room called isn't it called the living room is that what's called what's it called yes, yes. you're going to be doing this yes, in the living be doing room living room because it's yeah we're, we're we're starting small it's gonna be nice and quaint i love that yes we have a new smaller meeting room at the center and then we have our large meeting room called the center annex Kind of the big brain. So when you're putting together the new men group, I, I'm just intrigued because we hear all over the intuitive realm, you know, and the, the astrological, the moon cycles. It's all the feminine circles, right. the women's group, the women's support, the women, 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 women. And right. most of the women are intuitive. And we look at most mediums and intuitives and psychics, they're women. Right. And now we have men who are aligning with this energy and getting sensitive. Are you just waking up to this and saying, we got to put a group down? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, well, I was in uh, men's groups for many years um, uh, in Al-Anon, a 12-step group. And I learned about the what there was to, to be gained by being in a men's group. You can you feel open to say just anything because there's some guys that, are, you know, truly are kind of, 
rude or whatever and they could be rude in in that environment and you go hey dude you know that's okay but have you thought about it this way and so, so people are so compassionate and women have had this forever but men in men would have it in a way that's tougher you know let's get together and do sports or whatever so to do something and actually have an environment where you can talk about your feelings about sensitivities is different and i i got that in in al-anon and i this is not a 12-step group that i'm doing at all but i've learned just how beneficial it is for people and i've always wanted to have that because i see like you said all the all the women groups and then there's guys that come to see me and i'm like dude you need to be able to talk to other guys and see that what you're telling me is normal it's normal it's which we hide it whoa so you provide the safe space for them mm -hmm. to normalize their experience right to not see themselves as going crazy <laughs> i was just asking you to like in my head i was like enlighten me scott enlighten me because yes. as a woman i don't think you know i'm not seeing those groups but as right. a business owner because we run this kind of curriculum i look for it and I still haven't seen it. Now, I see retreats. Men gather yeah. out in the woods. Go be men for, you know, three nights, four days. Right. But an ongoing, can I call it a spiritual group? It has a spiritual basis, I guess. Yes. Uh, I mean, yes. So my next question, mm -hmm. what is the core reason of having the group? The core reason is really, it's it's dual. It's and One is I really want to teach men about how to open their intuition. What does it mean? How to use it? And that it's okay to use it. It's okay to have, we, we prefer to call it gut feelings, right? <laughs> Not women's intuition. <laughs> so, so. Um, our gut feelings are are just just like women's intuition. It's the same exact thing. We just put a different label on it because we have to make it look tough. But this is okay to talk about, and I, I want to um, teach people about how to use their abilities. The, we do have abilities. Even if you don't think you have abilities, you do. You, you are able to feel what someone else is feeling. Almost every single person is able to do that. And you're able to kind of look and get, get gut feelings about things. I, I knew that was going to happen. I knew this guy at work was going to do this. Okay, well, then why didn't you act on it? You know, we can talk about that kind of thing. So how do you use your intuition in work, at home, with your kids, with your family, um, you know, with your loved one? How to incorporate that? And then also, the main thing, it really is the core thing, is just to have a place where you can go and say, hey, I had a shitty day at work, and this is my boss's blah, blah, blah. Well, do you see that your boss came in, and he had high anxiety, and he threw that all over your body? You took some of that in. Oh, I get that now. And you know, and maybe not me saying this. Maybe some other guy next to him saying this. So it's going to be instruction from me about, about this empathic stuff um, and about being psychic. Um, it's also going to be um, sharing, where people can share about their day or whatever, and then discussion also. So, in, so just part me, but the rest of it is the group makes what the group is by what their input. And also, what I'm asking for too is let, let's define when we're seeing this stuff going on and and on TV, we're seeing these examples of to me almost horrific men. I mean, just men that just just exemplify everything I don't believe in. And so this is our time to, to gather up and find out, hey, what is manhood? What, what is a, a good man? Is it this guy in Canada who's the president of, of Canada <laughs> or, the, or the prime minister? Because he looks good compared to our stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> so, you know, what, what does he have? That, well, he has compassion. He has, I've seen him cry in front of people. So, you know, that can these things be considered manly? And the answer is, yeah, they can be. But we have to make it so. So it's almost like an 
archaeological <laughs> gathering of men where you reveal these small things and these hits and these gut instincts that they're getting and you're bringing it to the surface, putting some light on it and making it super accessible and casual. Right. Right. This isn't a kumbaya yeah. kind of yeah, a circle. I mean, do you yeah, chant? It's not, and... We're not going to chant. No. <laughs> do you uh, undress, disrobe? No, do you no. come in robes? No. Is there fire? You can if you'd like. <laughs> you, um, don't bring fire because it's your building. <laughs> it's Thank you. Jamie's paying the main rent there. So let's not do that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, it's just guys hanging out, and, and I'm, I expect some guys will be, you know, and hopefully, if it goes well, in business suits that just came from business, and some guys will be in jeans, and some guys, uh, you know, some friends of mine might be uh, looking like they're shamans, you know, like more shaman wear, but, yeah, whatever, whatever you normally wear. Can I ask you a few questions? Mm -hmm. Why do you believe men are reticent in joining groups like this? Um, we're afraid. <laughs> we live in a lot of fear. That's the thing. I I, I was born men? in the 60s and there is so much fear. I Less so now for younger men, but I still see it. It's like when they get together in groups, it's all, yeah, let's do this, do that. So, <laughs> he so, just flexed yeah, all of his flex, muscles. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so to have a group that doesn't have a manly purpose is scary for men i think to, to, to if it's not labeled with a manly oh. purpose like we're going to get together and look at cars all right you know i'm there we're going to get together and watch football i'm there we're going to get together and talk about your your gut feelings your intuit whoa 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 wait wait you know so that's a little scary for us because we don't know where it's going to end like the ultimate for me at least before i joined 12 steps the reason i didn't join 12 steps until forever is because um, I was afraid I would go there and cry. So crying in front of men, showing weakness, is the biggest fear I had. And so I didn't want to wow. do that. So Scott. so women, you're the opposite. You think, wow, if I can go and cry in front of women and, and talk to them and express myself, oh, my God, that's great. So, well, that's why you have a ton of groups. <laughs> you're all like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> right. We're more evo uh, emotionally expressive. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it to you, what we're feeling. Yeah. And, and when we even, I mean, that's okay too. If you come to, to the, the new men group and you don't want to share and you just want to listen, you want to listen to my instruction and listen to other people share and listen to the discussion, that's totally fine because that some people need that. They need to be like, like in my experience with, with groups is that it could be like three months, four months, five months in before they even say and share anything. And that's totally okay. So it's for those guys, too, not just for guys that are like, you know, because I, I was one of those guys. I did was like, I don't want to go to anything that shows any kind of expression for fear that it could be, you know, the ultimate expression, which would be crying. And I would, no, I don't want to do that. I have so many thoughts going through my head. Most of them I'm feeling a little sad because we've gone through centuries of putting pressures on men to keep a straight back, to be strong, right. and to not express or show how they're feeling. But it, it's, it's so, and it's so, I think about this, is I grew up, I, I am the opposite of Clint Eastwood. Other than being tall, Stop. I'm like the opposite, right? And and I, I love Clint Eastwood, like, in, especially in the spaghetti westerns, where he hardly talked at all, because that is like the opposite of me. And, and, but that's what we were told to be like, is to be this guy who, or at least in my, in my, age group um it didn't change a lot but is that you know fewer words get to the point nothing about feelings so you are taught to have fear so Clint Eastwood would look strong but no he fears being open 
He fears. So he li- we live in fear. More, more than the one thing we want to act like we're not fearful, but we're actually more fearful than women because we live in fear of expressing ourselves. And that's so this is where we are. We're like watching these guys on TV who grew up that way for sure, especially Trump, he, you know, when he's, when he's born in the, the 40s or something. And so he he grew up with that beaten into him, you know, that and and you're watching that does not work. That doesn't showing no compassion for anyone. And of course, he's got you know stuff going on, but <laughs> <laughs> he's got other things going on. Um, but you know that's sad. It really is sad that that he had to live in fear and other guys like him. But we know it doesn't work because it hurts other people. Yes, it doesn't just hurt you; it hurts other people. So you know the kind of guys that would come to my meeting are obviously been they've had to have thought about this to have the you know because it takes some courage i hate to say that's the truth it takes courage Mm -hmm. with a woman's maybe i don't even know if it takes courage but it takes courage to go to a meeting of other men yeah it takes courage even if it's about going to a football even if watch watching football less courage may be there but so i encourage you to (laughs) to grab your strength and 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 Go through the fear, walk through the fear, come to a meeting, and just sit and listen and and see what you get out of it. And if you don't, if it's not for you, that's fine. You know, it's once a month on Thursday, Thursdays, uh, the fourth Thursday of every month. Uh, the next one is the twenty eighth of February. It's going to be about um, uh, the strength of boundaries, of of holding boundaries, which is a, a manly thing. But it, it, it takes some doing and takes some strength to do that. And, um, you know, I just come to the meeting and try it out and see. Lumineers, you can find information on the new men group at scotthallpsychic.com. And we'll put all the links below. So if you're just listening in your car, which we appreciate you hanging out with us, you can get online later and read the descriptions and sign up. And we'll see you at the center. Wait, one thing not to do, I can say how not to present this to your man. Yeah. <laughs> because this is, <laughs> this is, here's the this list is of no's. Every woman goes, oh my gosh, my guy needs this, right? <laughs> Almost every woman does that. There's women are so, women <laughs> are so excited about my men, my male meeting. Do they like hang out it, in the hallway so, just clamoring they must. to, to I, get I, in. I haven't had the first one yet, but I'm sure they're going to. Okay. <laughs> so, but, so, but the way not to present it is, oh my God, I I talked, I heard about this guy and he's this and he's this and you would like him and you'd like him. And he's cool. And he does this and this and you and it presents this because guys were just not like that. We're going to be like, yeah, whatever, go and go the opposite way. Stop. I would suggest the best way <laughs> is to say, hey, Check out this guy. Show him my page or something, and say as little as possible, and let let the the talking let the the guys do the talking. See if that works. <laughs> I was about to say you are super psychic. You're you, in my head because that's you, what I do when with my husband. I'm like, I met this guy. You totally <laughs> think he's cool. He's like this and he's like that. Like this him. is what he looks at. You, you need you more totally friends. Vibe with him. <laughs> yeah. At least I don't pull that one out of my pocket. But you I'm like, he's. He, I'm like, he's of your cloth. He's <laughs> he's of your people. You know, and I try to present that because he's such a homebody and I want him to go out more. So I'll like highlight who I believe he would find (laughs) safety in. Do you know what I mean? Do you give him like packets of information? (laughs) (laughs) I debrief him with video, like PowerPoint images. No, I don't. Hey, Lumineers, I want to take a moment now and give a big thank you to Healing the Source for sponsoring our podcast today. Thank you so very much, Julia Cox. She is a Reiki master and intuitive energy healer. Lumineers, you can find her at 
healingthesource.online. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram at Energy Healing the Source. Julia is a Reiki master trained in several energy healing modalities, such as Reiki, Golden Dragon, Kundalini, Ashati, and several more. Lumineers, if you're sitting there going, what is Reiki? Well, Reiki and energy healing aims to clear, balance, and restore your physical and energetic systems and facilitates the body's natural healing abilities. Julia is also holding a group distance healing session every other Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom, so you can ease into a fresh week completely uplifted, motivated, and full of light. Now, there's a limit on this, so booking is essential, and you can do that at healingthesource.online. Thank you for your continuing support. If you want to be a part of our sponsorship program, send an email to hello at thelightersidenetwork.com. We could not do this without you. I have one question that's weighing on me, and I get a lot. When there's anything from a women's group, a men's group, a beginners-only group, a whatever, whatever that says, hey, this is a group of a particular you know, kind of people, characteristics, and the others are not invited. Because I'm hearing a lot now that spirituality needs to be arms wide open, accepting anyone of any kind of anywhere, because that is the basis of spirituality. And I've been putting my foot down and not agreeing with this. We have boundaries in place for certain reasons. We create certain spaces for certain outcomes. And if we don't have the right to curate that space, then we're not creating these special environments for it. So what do you say or respond to people when they say, oh, it's only men? Like, why not the women? Yeah. Why not the women? Yeah. Why not the other people? Uh, why aren't you all inclusive, Scott? Because it's... It, it <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're spiritual, wow, you're psychic, <laughs> you're open. Why aren't you all inclusive? Because <laughs> I want to have it as a safe environment where men feel safe um, to s- discuss things when they are all men. Or all men, or all people who are associating themselves with men. So you find a huge value in like-mindedness. Yeah. Being able to have similar experiences and be able to talk about it. Right. I I bow down yeah. to that. I agree to it wholeheartedly. But we do get a lot of feedback of, oh, you're just identifying with this one thing, and you're not being all inclusive. Therefore, you're not being spiritual. Yeah. And I just think those things collide. That's not. Well, yeah, I'm all inclusive of everything else. So this 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 particular project is for men or someone that aligns with malehood. So you know that's what this is. But the rest of it, I'll, you know, I I give readings to men and women and tra- <laughs> transgender or whatever. I you know whatever you align with, I'm cool. Do you mind taking a moment and sharing with our listeners kind of your pivot point of how you were able to incorporate your sensitivities, your Empathic sure. skills, your intuition, all of that into your manly, manly macho-ness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me try to sum that up with a deep voice. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I met uh, my partner, Janet Raftis, who's a psychic medium healer, um, and about three years ago. And prior to that, I mean, I knew I was a sensitive guy. I was always always been an artist, musician super sensitive person about everything like you know everything's the stomach sensitive skin sensitive my eyes are sensitive my ears are sensitive you know everything really? i am super sensitive could smell things from a mile away 
um, I didn't realize, didn't put it all together until after I met her. But she was accepting of me. She accepted me before I did, like of how, of the way I, don't cry. It's so sweet. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I realized, okay, so, and then I also told, when I told friends, I said, I used the word psychic. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm now practicing, um, I'm a practicing psychic. And I thought they were just going to flip out. And <laughs> in fact, it was a lot of friends in the Al-Anon group. And they were like, yeah. Well, that makes sense with you, you know. So it's kind of like they—they they knew all along that I was this type of person. It was—I wasn't faking anyone out. I was—I thought people thought I was at least one quarter Clint Eastwood, one eighth. And they were like, no, <laughs> no, 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 you're not that kind. <laughs> you're the creative guy, okay? So air so quotes, they, yeah, air quotes. They can put me in the creative. So that's you know that when you're creative, you can be sensitive, you can cry and everything. Not that I cried in front of them that much, that much. Um, <laughs> but, but since then, so now I cry more than I've ever have before. Um, and I've gotten in touch with my feelings more. And I've been able to look into what's causing some of the problems, some of the hangups I've had in my life. And a lot of it is emotional work, the very thing mm -hmm. that men don't want to work on. So I've learned that, that you got to do the emotional work to, to improve your life. And then with my son, I, I want to show him, hey, it's okay to be emotional or to be um, sensitive to things and still be a guy beyond I noticed that I'm still a guy no one doesn't think I'm a guy you know and I've I've got and someone pointed something out a long time ago I have lots of being an artist I've lots of gay friends always had and and someone said so is this is the thing is gayness is considered sensitive sensitive men right more gay men are considered to be more sensitive right and someone said so do you know a gay man who's who's also tough and I'm like oh yeah I know so and so and so and so and I thought of one particular who would just like chop your head off if you said something wrong and I'm like he's like the strongest guy I know and he also will cry you know and he also and I'm like okay they're not I was brainwashed they have nothing to do with each other just because being sensitive does not mean you're weak it is just not true so Clint Eastwood did not cry he would just shoot you whereas <laughs> my friend he would cry and then if you said something he'd say what and then he would you know shoot go you. off on you verbally <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he would verbally shoot you so that really helped to understand that that's that's just a, not true being sensitive is not a weakness. You can still be strong. You can be a, an effeminate man and be strong as hell. So, so that is all fake. Okay. So, what is your definition of strong? I think strength, really, to me now, it's it's to show your emotion in a in a in without feeling embarrassed about it. That shows strength. To go up and say, like when I write um, my blogs, I, mm -hmm. I also write blogs. So, if if you're into that, uh, you can go on my website, scotthallpsychic.com. You can see the, the new men group there, and you can also uh, subscribe to my blogs. But in my blogs, I just, I bear all. I mean, and I, I don't even think I'm bearing all, and people think I'm just like, wow, I just love how open mm -hmm. you are, and I get nothing but positive stuff back. I get nothing like, well, you're not a really a man, or you're, that's not very manly of you. So th th those things are, even you're looking at me now, like, isn't it funny that we would even think those things? But we've been taught them our whole yeah. life. What else are we going to think right. if that's the only thing that we've been shown? So there's got to be some kind of like technique or sneaky little tool or trick that you're maybe using or providing that allows people to see it from the different perspective, a place that they've well, never stood before. Well, when you hear, that's the great thing about having a group is um, like I had that 
in Al-Anon is I hear these, these men would say something that happened to them. They would open up about some horrific thing that happened to them, something that may, that as a man at growing up in the 60s, you would not ever divulge, right? And they would do that, and other men would pat them on the back and be there for them. And that taught me, like, just, no, this is okay. This is actually, I, and I don't think anything less of that guy. He just told me, oh, my gosh, I know this stuff about that guy that that happened to him, and and go ahead and place in whatever you think is the worst thing you could imagine, because that's what the kinds of stories I've heard, <sighs> and I wouldn't think less of him. I wouldn't think any less of him. I, th I thought more of him. I thought, he's, wow, you are so strong. Here I am complaining about such and such, and you're just, wow. You are, that is strength to me, and that's what, that, so I would just teach men, the main thing is to share, so hopefully in my meeting, if you feel like sharing, you can share a little bit, you don't have to share this deep stuff, you can just share about the, the guy, the, the prick at work today, you know, but, <laughs> but if you want to share about the deeper stuff, share about the deeper stuff, because people have been through much more than you think they've been through. Scott, do you think it has anything to do with shaming? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> your yeah. face just went, oh, yeah. duh. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've experienced shame. And it's actually more from the females in my life than than the males. So so w during this time that men were brainwashed, women were too. To, to that men need to be a certain way. So if yep. that's what I'm saying, that Janet's the first woman I've been with who's like, no, that's just BS. I like you the way you are. I like that you're sensitive about that and that this bothers you and and you get kind of teary about this. You know. So so she taught me that. So women. I got shame from women more than anything. My 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 in my situation, my father was a depressed alcoholic and was basically like all off in a corner of the house, you know. So that he he wasn't one to communicate with me. Shame even. He was showing shame. I guess he was an example of feeling shame. But but in my case my mother was was dishing out the shame. Wow. Hopefully she's not going to listen to this. Hi, Mom. <laughs> this is not her type of show. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, you know, I hold them, you know, accountable for what they've done, but I don't hold them with them understanding what they've done. Yeah, they did. Because you know, it's all so indoctrinated and so deep. Because even um, when... I was in high school and kind of above when all my psychic abilities started rushing back in and I was seeing energy and lights and spirits and so forth. It really messed with me hard. And so I took a, a immediate left-hand turn and just did everything I could to shut it off. I played tough. I was mean. I was just... Um, you were mean? Abrasive, yes. To get these things to shut up. I was wow. awful to myself, awful to other people. I just didn't understand what was happening. So, you know, you might as well destroy everything to make sure it right, never comes back. Right, yeah. And um, it's where I was dating this one guy and he actually said to me, he says, you know, you're the closest to a man I will ever date. And I said, you're welcome. <laughs> and this relationship, you know, we're done. Like, this is it. And it was hard to hear yeah but you know i i didn't really see it as a negative but it got me to looking out who was i looking for in a relationship and right. when i found my partner my husband who i call often i call him my wife because i feel he possesses more of the feminine sweetness and the well, flexibility he's Brazilian, right? mm -hmm. yeah so he's got that latin 
openness about the emotions. Yeah. Yes. I'm part Italian, but that that part was killed off in part of my family. <laughs> yeah, but it's good to have that. Yeah. Yeah, and he took the role of the mother, and he raised the children, and I went to work, and my whole family was just really intrigued. Why? Why were we doing it that way? You know, why are you going to work? You're the mother. You you can stay home and take care of the children, and. I was like, well, we sat down and he really wants this and I'm really proud of my work and I want to keep continuing that. And financially, it worked better for us. And boy, my husband got bullied on the playgrounds with the moms. Really? Oh my God. I I did that for a period of time, but I didn't get, I don't remember getting bullied, but. He was, he is so attentive. You know, he watched all the children and they were climbing up high. He would stand near them. He would catch kids from falling and helping them. And the mothers would just be like, who are you to touch my child? And, Uh you know, like (laughs) aggressor. And, you know, he's like you, he's got this scruff and he's tall and he's kind of linky and, and he looks like a skate rat. And they did not like him being a part of the mom crew. And he would come home some days and just say, they're the meanest. It's yeah. the worst. Wow. He goes in there not even watching their kids. He and should share his story. I would love that. He's got a lot of stories to share about him getting shamed or disregarded or pushed aside by the way he looks or by being a man. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great story that you just told about role reversals and, and how society doesn't like that too much. They don't like it. The role reversal was, it eases so much tension in our relationship. It's not like we traded genders. We we totally love who we are. We just didn't want to abide by the characteristics that were given to him. Right. Right. <laughs> Amen. High five. Let's take a lap around the office. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. If men are already in tuned with their sensitive side, which means that they can identify their emotions and they can somewhat express it, not feel like they have to hold on to it, you know, and then share it in some dark secret closet to their beloved. (laughs) Um, Can they still come to the Newman group? Is it for beginners only no or? no it's it's wide open it's yeah just whoever come, wants come on. I, yeah i don't want to put any All stipulation kind of on how much yeah and you won't be bored because i know this much is that i know a lot and i won't be bored because i will part of it is people sharing and discussion so you're going to hear things things come up for everyone you like a lot of people say you know god speaks through other people um, or we could say the universe, or we could say however you would like, something speaks through other people sometimes, and you just need to hear it through someone else. And then it's like a bell ringing, and that's what groups do for you, is that someone else will say something for you. So even if you are very experienced, and I have friends that um, are going to come who are practitioners, so um, they, they're, they're going to get something out of it. So that's really I say that now. That's put. I put them on the line now. I should say their names so they come. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't see them there, you can shame them for not following through as a man. Let's, let's because just go men backwards. need to be constant and right. reliable and consistent and strong. Right. <laughs> do what they say they're going to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's it's for everyone. I I know I won't be bored. I I. If the second you think you've heard it all, you you're doing something wrong. You got some sort of you, that's not true. You're going to hear something different. I like that. So you're really saying 
any story goes. Yeah. To any depth, to any topic, to yeah. anything. Yeah. And once again, it could just be about the dick at work, you know, and, uh, you know, that's it. Am I getting too specific? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, I'm wondering who is at work, Scott, that you don't resonate with. Oh, yeah, hmm. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, if a man is listening to this and they're saying, interested, but I don't think that I could follow through with it. Do you have any tips of connecting to this and maybe just kind of saying, hey, if you're resonating with it, just like follow through, buck yeah. up kind of a thing? Yeah, if you, ha- if you have an inkling about this, if, if something is making you think about this, then, there, that's, then there's something there. Something inside you is resonating with the meeting. The next thing that should come up if you're normal is fear, if you're a guy. Because it'll be like, oh, well, I don't want to go there, and there's, you know, I don't know anyone there, or I don't like the people there, or then I have to talk, or what. Just that is something. That's the next step is to move through that. I would write it on the calendar. The best thing you could do is go ahead and register, and if you register, then that's that's commitment there. But to commit as soon as possible, you have to walk. Just admit there's going to be fear, and walk through the fear and make the commitment. And that that's all I can say. That's got. If you don't do that, you can just toss it around for weeks. I would just say. Go through the fear, make the commitment, register for the class. It's just one class. Um, it's not an expensive class. Come see how it is. See see how the meeting is. See if you like it. I'm going to add that Scott doesn't bite. No. Yeah. I'm easy to get along with. <laughs> In most cases. It's on the back of his business card. I don't bite. I don't bite. <laughs> Come hang out with me. Right. right. <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners about energy of men? Yeah, just to basically sum it up is that we're looking, that's the other part we, we, we I briefly talked about is that we're looking for a definition of manhood for ourselves. That's part of the thing is you're going to come to the meeting to gather, to work on, and maybe you'll never have a full definition, it'll be evolving forever, but a definition of what you think manhood is, because it wouldn't that be nice? Because right now it just doesn't, even me, I, I think I know what manhood is, but I, I I really would like to toss that ball around, you know, just toss it around a little bit and see what other guys think and come up with something. So maybe the new men group will have a definition that will release. Who knows? <laughs> maybe not. I and don't know. You but, can animate yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. We can make a story about it. But we can just, you know, it, it that's a wonderful thing, too, that just to do that. I don't know. That means a lot to me, es- just especially because of what's going on with the news. I want a definition, something that I can live for, live up to. Like I'm not, maybe I'm, I'm not that definition of a man, what we come up with, but I want to aspire to that. Hmm. Do you think in the future when people talk about what it is to be a man or what it is to be a woman or um, neutral or trans or this or that, do you think it's all going to start to blend together and we talk about being people? Just I, I question. Don't, I don't, I think that we're biologically too different. My, my gut feeling is that we're too biologically too different that I would just love to be able to be like a woman for a day to feel what y'all feel. And, and wouldn't it be cool to be the opposite just for a day, just to get it. Cause I don't think we, I think we think yes. we know a little bit, but I'm smart enough and been around enough to know that I don't know crap. I don't know. I think I know. I know it's going to be more emotional. I probably would like it knowing the kind of person I am, but it probably still would be kind of scary. I don't know. But I just think biologically we're so different that that it's a good point. there's still enough difference in the hormones. I guess mainly it's hormones, right? At that, you know, 
that that's that a really good it, point. Yeah. Scott, I want to thank you for coming into the studio today and being brave enough, thank courageous you. enough, and open enough to share your story with us. Thank you. And to also encourage other men to find balance between, you know, the logic and the intuition and the emotions and all sorts of things. <laughs> I have a list somewhere in my <laughs> head. I don't know where it is. <laughs> no, but I'm really yes. grateful that you're standing up and just saying, guys, let's normalize this. We don't have to hide anymore. Thank you right? for thanking me. Yeah, I, I just, I feel so strongly about it. And I'm, I'm excited about it and I'm excited to get it going. February 28th. And I will be in the hallway with a cup <laughs> pressed against the door. What did they say? Listening to what they say. <laughs> it's like the men's club, no girls allowed. Right. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for being here. Thank you. Lumineers, if you're listening to this and something has hit you in the heart, felt like a gut pull, please put your fingers to the keyboard, research Scott. You can find him on his website at <laughs> scotthallpsychic.com. <laughs> Thank you. You can find him on his website at scotthallpsychic.com. You can also find him on Facebook, the same, and on Instagram at Ash Scott Hall Psychic. You definitely want to follow that one. And remember, Lumineers, it's not woo-woo, it's true, true true. We'll see you. We won't see you next time, guys. This is a podcast. <laughs> we'll Who feel you. Is this girl? We'll feel you. It's empathic. We'll feel you <laughs> next time. <laughs> the ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on the Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from the Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.